0: The Haircut. They pull up to the curb outside of Lenny's barber shop on Main. Lou, tight fisted, drags a fin out of his wallet, hands it to Tommy. Haircut and a shave's two bucks, kid. You tell Lenny to cut it tight and make your face as smooth as a baby's butt. Tommy giggles. Wait, huh? A shave? I'm only ten. I don't shave. Lou wants to cry. But he's a tough guy. And he wants his kid to be a tough guy. So instead he laughs and says, Just messing with you, T-Man. Tommy laughs, too. You're always messing with me, Dad. Lou gently slugs his boy on the arm. So go ahead now. Go on in there. Wait, what? You're not coming? Nope. Not this time, son. Time for you to step up and be a man. Go about the business of a haircut all on your own. But, but dad, Tommy trails off. He feels the earthquake. It's okay, kid. You can do it. You can do this. But, but, but we, we always go to Lenny's together from like, you know, since I was just a kid. Oh, hell, Tom. It's just a haircut. No big thing. It it is a big thing. It's not, Tom. Tommy says, Well, you need a haircut too. I'm growing mine out one more time before I go bald. Well, I don't need a haircut either. I'm going to grow mine out too. Tommy doesn't exactly know what desperate is, but that's exactly how he's feeling, even though he doesn't really know why. The earth quakes again. Well, now, here's the thing, Tom. I guess the thing would be Manhood Yup Good old fashioned manhood Going in there solo With your shoulders back And head high Is part of the passage to manhood You just march right in there And give Give Lenny a big hello Ask him how's things Maybe tell him a joke You know Maybe that one about the priest And the rabbi And then Well then take a seat Pick up the latest issue Of Car and Driver And, and read about the new Mustang Till Lenny calls you over to the chair Now, Tommy's pretty sure he's going to cry, but knows if he does, his father will get all ornery and tell him not to be a sissy, to take it like a man. So Tom pulls back hard on those tears and says, but, but, but I never say anything to Lenny. You always say everything. You say stuff like, with that pitching staff, the Yanks should win a hundred games easy. Or, or you might say, Lenny, a man needs a wife, but for the life of me, I can't figure out why. A cook and a right hand offers the same deal for a whole lot less trouble. You, you you always say stuff like that, Dad, and Lenny always laughs his big grumpy laugh. Yeah, says Lou. Marriage. And then after a while he says, Listen, kid, that sore inside your mouth always feels a hundred times bigger than it really is. I, I don't have a sore in my mouth, Dad. Yeah, right, I, I know, I, I'm just like, you know, using a metaphor or, or something. Now, come on, out you go. I see there's a couple guys in front of you, so just go in and sit tight. You know Lenny, he cuts fast and never says a goddamn word. Learned at home what most of us never do. Long as you keep your trap shut, you can't say the wrong goddamn thing. Well, it takes another minute or two, but eventually Tommy pulls on the handle and pushes open the passenger side door of that Chevrolet Bel Air. Atta boy. Tommy climbs out, steps up onto the sidewalk. He wants to ask his father if he's going to be waiting right here, but he's afraid of the answer. So instead, he just turns quick and says, See ya. Lou says, Remember, kid, cut it tight and face as smooth as a baby's butt. Tommy manages to smile. He knows what it's been like. He sees them. He hears them. He's not some blind deaf mute. Still. He pulls open the barbershop door. The bell over the door clangs. He looks up at the barber hovering over his barber chair. But when Lenny, tall and dour, makes eye contact, Tommy quickly averts his gaze. They both glance out the window and watch that Bel Air 2 door pull away. Tommy picks up a boy's life and nervously paws his way through the magazine without seeing a thing. He wouldn't mind going into that little bathroom in the back and throwing up, but he can hardly breathe, let alone find the courage to go all the way back there. Ten minutes later, Lenny gestures for him to come and take his turn. Tommy, shy and so scared he practically trembles, climbs up into the chair. It's not the haircut. Or Lenny. It's not even that his dad didn't come in with him this morning. Lenny says, How do you want it, kid? Dad says to cut it tight. Dad, huh? Well, where's dad? I guess he he had some errands. Right, errands. So let me ask again. How do you want it? How do I want it? How do you mean? (laughs) Kid, a man's got to decide what kind of haircut he wants for himself. Can't be worrying about the haircut somebody else wants him to get. Tommy thinks about this. Glances at his hair in the mirror. It's so short. It's always so damn short. The way his old man likes it. Like like he's in the army or something. Well, asks Lenny, standing there with scissors in one hand, long black comb in the other. What's it going to be, kid? Tom T-Man. Reminds himself about the whole manhood thing. Shoulders back, head up. You know, Lenny, he says, he's never called Lenny Lenny before. Never called the barber anything, really. I don't want it shorter. I mean, I mean, look at it. They both look at Tommy's hair in the mirror. There's not much to look at. After all, when you get your hair cut tight every Saturday morning, well... Lenny offers the slightest hint of a smile. Hey, okay by me, kid, but I gotta tell ya, I got no way to make it longer, short of putting down my scissors and pointing the way to the door. Tom nods, and then, all pumped up, and with a fin in the front pocket of his dungarees, he climbs down off that big barber chair and practically skips over to the door. He pulls it open, steps outside, looks up and down Main. Doesn't see Dad's car, but he does see Mom's station wagon, parked up and across the street. Neither the car he doesn't see, nor the car he does see, surprises him. Upsets him some, maybe, sure, okay, but doesn't really surprise him. It's just Mom and Dad calling it quits, again, no big thing.